0: I wasn't planning to say much on the Matt Miller resignation. Obviously, he just wasn't a good fit for our community, and like it happens to a lot of people, his divorce essentially destroyed his life. Many people have false beliefs about the importance of what a superintendent does for a community and the changing nature of public education. Included in this article is a good piece by Jesse Waters on Fox News about CRT in Ohio schools and just how much radicalism we are dealing with. As a former teacher and an obvious supporter of left-wing radicalism in public schools, Matt Miller was a prominent progressive politically, and that came out during his tenure little by little. In the beginning, he did a pretty good job of hiding it, but during COVID, he showed himself to be precisely what many of us worried he was. The mask mandates were a disaster, he pushed conservatives off the school board, then finally what we learned about his personal life through divorce records, the community had to take a stand which they did, and he had to resign. But before he left, he dropped a media bomb, essentially attempting to set up a lawsuit against the school board and anybody else they could drag into the issue for creating an unsafe workspace for him, which was evident in an article from the Cincinnati Inquirer that made its way to Yahoo News by his attorney setting up the litigation indicating playing himself a victim and that all his problems are someone else's fault. He took a job within Butler County for much less money. I give people a lot of advice, Free of charge because I want to see them have good lives. I even very recently gave some excellent advice to Matt Miller himself through his attorney, Elizabeth. My advice to the school board is not to settle any lawsuit with Miller and to take him to court. What everyone knows about the case, including the school board, which can be seen on ProtectLakotaKids.com, is that there isn't any path for litigation once the discovery process is revealed in court, so there is no reason to settle anything. Just a few months ago, When Matt Miller threatened everyone with lawsuits, including me, I told him with written documentation that he could solve all his problems if he only worked with Darby body. He had gone way too far in trying to remove her from the school board and to destroy her life, just as he did with Todd Parnell and several other very liberal school board members. It didn't work, he should have tried to call off all the radical dogs who were petitioning to remove Darby and make her life a living hell. If anybody should be filing lawsuits, it's Darby. I think she has a great case against a lot of people. But that's not her nature. She's tough and respects toughness. If only Matt Miller had offered peace, he wouldn't have had to resign. All he had to do was work with her. He didn't have to like her. But of course, he didn't listen, his legal counsel ignored the good advice as well, and now they find themselves where they are. And it's nobody's fault but their own. Matt Miller's career wasn't destroyed by Darby, Darby's friends, the Tea Party members of Lakota, or even conservatives in general. His ex-wife destroyed his career for the way he managed his family and his interactions. And what he did was not reflective of someone who should be managing anybody, anywhere. Once people learned in his own words through a Butler County police report the details of his marriage and divorce, they couldn't work with him any longer, and they certainly didn't want to pay him the amount of money he was making as a Lakota superintendent. Yet there is much more to the story that obviously Tom Farrell and other area Republicans reflect when they showed concern that Matt Miller was leaving Lakota schools because of a political upheaval that pushed him away. Tom is a trustee for Liberty Township. I know him, I think he's a good guy. But he thought Matt Miller was like the second coming of Christ, like many do, and they worry that with some national figure like Matt Miller gone, that Lakota will suffer. So rather than make fun of all those people for their beliefs, I'll give a little more free advice that is actually worth a lot of money. But it shreds a popularly held misconception that government schools drive real estate value and that if Lakota doesn't have an excellent grade card by some expensive superintendent, people will move away and destroy our real estate industry, and our community will be destroyed. The radical union element created those beliefs, just as they have secretly pushed CRT and generous progressive lifestyles on Americans for years. They have told us that zip codes get funding, and any interruption of that will destroy our entire society. But it won't. It's time to call that bluff and let reality tell the rest of the story. Don't get suckered by the progressive playbook, and that's clearly the condition of Liberty Township trustee Tom Farrell and likely most of the Lakota school board, and many parents who drank the Matt Miller Kool-Aid and think the sky will fall just because he resigned. The sky is just fine. Here's the hard truth of reality. I've lived in Liberty Township most of my life. I've traveled all over the world, and I have come to realize that it's one of the best places on earth, so I have stayed in the same area most of that time. But I have watched several regions, like Fairfield, Princeton, Middletown, and Hamilton, rise and fall as real estate destinations. And do you know why people move and what makes real estate value occur, which no realtor wants to admit to in public? It's running from liberalism. When any area starts getting too many liberals on their school boards or as trustees, city councils, and mayors, when liberals begin running the show, conservative money moves to where they aren't. It has nothing to do with the quality of the schools but the degree of liberalism. Even though many of the Matt Miller supporters moved from liberal areas to be recruited by a liberal public school, Lakota and those pretentious types are now crying like babies because what they want out of Lakota is more liberalism, and they filled the houses that were built for them. Yet, they could all move away, and their homes would be sold to more conservative people who do want to live in the area because they don't want to live where liberals are ruining their zip codes. If you study the matter all over the nation, from New York to Los Angeles or to Seattle, Washington, you'll find the same truth, people leave areas where liberals are in charge. Butler County, Ohio, has thrived not because of Lakota schools. Lakota schools has thrived because of the people who moved there, despite the liberalism that came from the employees. Butler County has always been a haven from liberals, and that is its actual value. I should know, I have watched it grow over many years. I used to have cows next to my house. Now it's a bunch of crybabies, Matt Miller supporting losers. I would be happy to see them leave and to take their liberal voting record with them. I could put my dog in charge of Lakota schools, and our community would still be a valuable place to live, a destination for most of the world. The school and its employees are a hindrance, Not a help. Back to Tom Farrell, and politicians like him, the best thing that could have happened was Darby Body. Having peaceful school board meetings is not a value, it's a lazy approach to management. But when people hear people like her defending conservative values from liberal invasions, that helps real estate value more than any other criteria. There is nothing better to show concerned parents that they are moving to a safe community than Darby Body fighting to keep their children safe from the evils of liberalism, CRT genderless bathrooms, and pushing gay lifestyles on young children, not even before they enter puberty. A few years ago, Jesse Waters's piece would never have appeared on Fox News. Bill O'Reilly and Roger Ailes would have laughed it off as a conspiracy theory, just how radical these public schools really were. Today, people generally understand that these public schools threaten their families and their lives. And they are terrified of the effects of liberalism, and they ultimately do vote with their feet. I would recommend that people like Tom Farrell update their understanding of what makes a great community. I would also suggest that Tom update his Facebook photo. Times do change, and we need to reflect that in our assumptions. And in this new world, Darby Body is much more valuable to the Republican Party and to regional politics that drive real estate values than Sheriff Jones and a well known police department. Darby has done more to keep kids safe, and that's what most moms care more about than anything. And people won't leave Lakota because of Matt Miller. But they will flock to Lakota because of Darby and her crusade to keep kids safe and to provide a good education environment by fighting off a liberal progressive agenda, which is the primary concern of this new real estate market. Now there is one more thing to discuss, and again I wasn't going to talk about it because it sort of falls in the realm of soap opera gossip. But Matt Miller made it the centerpiece of his exit statements and the accusation against Darby that her supporters may have broken into his home. This also plays into Karen Johnson from Channel 5 News, who wanted to clarify to Darby after my video started circulating that she did not coordinate her video profile of Matt Miller serving trespassing notifications to Darby at her home in front of her child, as a coordinated effort with the school. Karen says it was a pure coincidence. However, this is where the story gets a little wild. Karen Johnson was also involved in publishing the video of Darby body taking a picture of a young student in the halls of Lakota, dressed below the dress code standards, which again looks like a very coordinated event from the school to the media. It turns out that the young person photographed by Darby was the daughter of Matt Miller's housekeeper, and she is the one who has made the statements about a break-in at Matt's home. This same person also claims to have adventurous relationships with Matt Miller himself, as she has bragged about it to several people. When I learned all this I didn't believe it. But then I read the police report, so nothing would surprise me now and these people think they are going to last two seconds in court? The media was worried about lawsuits because of these people? Give me a break. Lazy media, lazy lawyers, lazy school board, lots of lazy people let this whole thing spin out of control. The story gets pretty bizarre from there. Apparently, this is the same person who was charged with domestic violence, knowingly causing physical harm on the 16th of January, 2023. So let's do some basic math here. Karen Johnson is involved in all these Darby body hit pieces, this housekeeper gets into trouble with the police on Monday the 16th, and Matt Miller resigns on Wednesday the 18th. And by the 20th, Matt Miller puts out his exit letter talking about how Darby body destroyed his life and may have even broken into his home, according to the testimony of his housekeeper, who happens to be the mother of the person Darby took a picture of in the hall as a dress code violation. That was used by Channel 5 to attempt further to pressure Darby to resign from the school board. Hmm, I don't think we need Sherlock Holmes here to smell what is cooking in the politics of Lakota. And you know what, if Darby hadn't taken any pictures and didn't just show up to see what was really happening in the halls of the school, we wouldn't know anything. Imagine just how much is still hidden. The only reason we know any of this is because we had a school board member who went to look for herself, and through the cover up, we learned a lot about what is really going on in our public school and their media friends who help conceal things the tax-paying public would otherwise be very concerned about. Truth is always stranger than fiction, and as far as legal challenges are concerned, Darby Body has a lot to be very angry about regarding her treatment by lots of characters. And her case of advocating for much more transparency among school board members policing the schools for radical elements that are usually hidden from the public has a lot more merit. As I always say, don't judge people by what they say but by what they do. And many people are doing a lot of things, and we wouldn't know any of it if not for Darby Body. Rich Hoffman. Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.